Hi, I'm Dave Baker. This is episode 17 of It's Pronounced Zine. On this episode, I'm interviewing my friend Danny Valdez, who makes the webcomic 10 Years. Uh, in this episode, we talk about making stuff, Mortal Kombat, and Chris Ware. Uh, check out this episode, and to find more of Danny's comics, you can find them at dmvcomics.com. 10 Years, you can find it at 10years.dmvcomics.com. Here comes Dave Baker with the show Talking about paper publications you should know Authors and photographers that are fresh on the scene Don't be getting twisted Twisted It's pronounced zing Zing, zing, zing 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 Alright, how does this, uh uh, you can wear the. Or do I have to be? I, I don't want to do. it. Yeah, I don't want to do. I don't do it either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I turn into. The I hear super... you said they have this conversation with everybody in the beginning. I'm sorry. Like, don't don't I'm put sorry. the headphones yeah. on. You don't want that. I'm sure. It, I, it's funny. On the drive in, I was wondering. Like, I think you may be the only person that I've talked to that's actually listened to the fucking show. I love this show. I appreciate it's great. it. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, but the, I say that in the beginning of every goddamn episode. <laughs> like I don't put it on and because I get super. And then you do impressions of the voices that you make. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I. I'm sure that anyone that's listened to more than three episodes like, all right, I, I heard this already, man. Don't fucking do this voice again. God damn it. Fuck. Um, I'm also bummed we don't get to hear the, the like, intro song. Oh, like, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake-ish, whatever. Oh, it's yeah. Drake. Is it, it's, it's Drake. Oh, he sang the, the Dave Baker lyrics for you and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aubrey came in. He spit a few bars. That's, um, I didn't know the budget was quite so high. Yeah, I can attest that he did not use a ghostwriter. <laughs> it was him. Okay, excellent. Yeah, it was him. Um, um, yeah, I guess, so, sometimes I introduce the people, sometimes they introduce themselves, whatever you're more comfortable with. You can, are we already? Uh, yeah, I think so. Are we, yeah. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Am I, do I have to be closer? Is, <laughs> you're is, fine. Whatever's, okay, all right. Whatever's Just comfortable. Just want to make sure. Yeah. Um, you can, you can introduce all, Okay, all right. Uh, so I'm Dave Baker, and this is It's Pronounced Zine, and I'm here with my friend Danny Valdez, who makes 10 years, uh, one of the, uh, craziest webcomics format-wise that I can think of. I, I love it. I think it's great. Thank um, you. Appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's, I, and I read a bunch of it, reread a bunch of it again today, uh, in preparation for this, and I had forgotten in the beginning how... So maybe I'll let you I'll, I'll let you give the pitch and then I'll talk about my impressions rereading it again. Okay. Um, yeah. So what is ten years? Um, my pitch is a little. Um, my pitch might be a little ugly. So let's, <laughs> let's hope. I haven't pitched this a lot of times. I'm so just focused on doing it right now as yeah. opposed to pitching it. But um, I kind of think of it as a a um, Chris Ware meets the movie Boyhood meets a little bit of a choose choose your own adventure at the same time. Mm. Um, so it starts um when a version of myself is graduating high school and he's going to go off to college and the story kind of splits into parallel narratives um right about when he gets that acceptance or rejection letter Mm -hmm. and then it kind of follows parallel paths for 10 years showing how he grows into two very different human beings based on um based on whether or not that letter came through and whether or not he went to college or not and it's all told on one double page spread where the left half is he went to college and the right half is he went to college uh didn't didn't go didn't to go right to college half, yes. I, I just said the same thing twice. He, yes yeah <laughs> no right right half he he stayed in his hometown mm-hmm. um he and he went to community college mm-hmm. um and the left side he went on to go to ucla mm-hmm. 
And this all starts in my hometown, which is uh, San Jacinto, California, which is... That is um, a tiny little town out by uh, Riverside. Mm-hmm. 40 um, minutes away. F- that's a very being very like generous with traffic, 40 <laughs> minutes away. Um, hey, man, that's just what it says in the comic. I don't know this okay, shit. Okay, okay. Uh, maybe it did, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so it's about two hours from here. Mm. So that's one of the things that I liked is that a two-hour drive from here to my hometown doesn't seem like you'd run into drastic cultural and political um, and just value differences between the two communities. But I feel that you actually do, and that's why I wanted to show, as this person ages over 10 years, the the differences that he uh, the different environments that he's in and how that shapes him very differently. Um, the thing that I think is most striking about it is your sense of design. Uh, you know, obviously you like Chris Ware. Like, that's what... Yeah, we're going to say the word Chris Ware a lot. This. Yeah. No, no, and, <laughs> I, and I, yeah. I... But I think, as opposed to Chris Ware, who sometimes makes me want to die, <laughs> because it is so <laughs> fucking bleak. It's quite bleak, yeah. It's so bleak, <laughs> and also... Uh, we both know I love tiny panels. I fucking anybody who's yes. seen anything oh, I, I draw. Love tiny panels. Love too. tiny yeah. panels. Mm-hmm. You do as well. So does our friend Chris Ware. However, maybe this is just me being shitty, but sometimes Chris Ware likes too many shitty tiny panels for me. <laughs> it's like it's not even. It's literally a guy sitting there. Nothing has changed, but you know that he's redrawn it thirty times. Yeah, well, that's the part I love. He's, he doesn't cut and paste or copy Mm-mm. and paste anything. Mm-mm. He redraws that damn panel over and, and over, over and, and over, over yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Which normally I'm the like king of stats. I'm like fuck yeah, stats forever. But when he's actually doing it like that, it really, really it kind of stresses me out. <laughs> like I, I, it takes me out of the narrative because I, I think of. That guy just being so sad and it's alone. <laughs> because I, maybe that's just because I know too much about Chris Ware and how fucking sad and alone Possibly, he is. but I know a lot about him too, and those don't those don't bother me. Mm. Um, do, I get, do those get you excited? It can. Um, I get much more. There's uh, tiny panels I get excited about. Your tiny panels. Um, there's one that you did of Joan like exploding in, in thoughts <laughs> around. Mm-hmm. Nobody can see the gestures I'm making, but yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Those sorts of things that really make you... It's so easy to read through a comics page in five seconds and just read the dialogue and go through. And I love when there's small drawings that pull you in and force you to really like mm. get a lot of detail mm. um, and pick up on, on, on just pieces of an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I heard Chris Ware actually talk about before that a lot of times what he's doing... Um, you, he might be setting a scene in a kitchen or something, but then he'll have all these little tiny panels around sometimes that maybe have a clock or this vase over here mm-hmm. or just random bits um, from the scene. And as he explained it, he he kind of said that he thought that was more how our, our memory really works, is remembering bits and pieces of things, and that's how we're experiencing it instead of just strictly panel-to-panel um, dialogue. I mean, I know for me firsthand, like that's exactly specifically the Joan stuff in Action Hospital mm-hmm. towards the end. Like that's literally what I was trying to do. Like yeah. it's like you know the the like her specifically. She has like four or five iconographic things that relate to her. It's like the Doom Dropper leaves, mm-hmm. 
uh, fucking her ex-girlfriend's nose, her ex-girlfriend's ear, yes, hair okay. over the ear, um, her fingers, like Joan's mm-hmm. actual fingers, because she's a musician, so sometimes it's like just little tiny inserts of like her fingernails. Yes, yeah. Um, and all of that stuff, I think, hopefully communicates something bigger than just, oh, I drew some fingernails, a hair, a nose, and uh, an ear. Yes, I, and I think they do. I, I, I definitely think that that works. Even seeing them in repetition over and over again, I think that's the way we think about things. We see the same things over and over. They're popping into our mind at different times, at different weights. Sometimes the fingernail can be huge, and other mm-hmm. times it can be small. Um, Especially when like the whole point of that first volume of Action Hospital is Joan desperately attempting to get over Amelia and not really doing any work for it just kind of like i'm sad <laughs> over yes. and over and over sounds, again. it sounds like a chris ware novel <laughs> yeah, i don't know, it, I don't it, know what you're doing yeah, yeah yeah it does sound like a chris ware novel but that's because if somebody hasn't read it they, they're not seeing all the punching and kicking yeah and, there's a lot and, of punching and kicking <laughs> and lack of onomatopoeia oh so yeah, yes, yeah, yeah 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 onomatopoeia might as well be enemy number one as far as i'm concerned <laughs> <laughs> uh but fuck my comics we could talk about those later uh also, I just want you to know, anytime anybody actually says the name Joan to me, I get really yeah. excited because it means that they've actually read it. I, I will admit that I reread it recently because I picked up the uh, the the book at oh, Comic-Con. Yeah, the, yeah. The big, fat, huge volume. <laughs> yeah. So I have, I've read it recently. I, that makes me so happy. <laughs> I'm sure that you experienced this too where, you know, it's been online for like a year and a half, two years, however the fuck long. Four, it's probably more like three or four at this point. But... It's not processed the same way, you know? People look at a page and be like, oh, wow, that luchador fighting page was crazy. But they don't have the context or the... They're just like, remember that one image. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know what you mean, yeah. Um, in For my comic... And I how think, long have you been making it? Um, I've been posting it online since June of 2014. Okay. Um, and I started making it like uh, six months before that. So Mm. I try to keep a buffer of comics. So I'm not, um, so I don't have dead space for a while. But but there was a time where you took a break. I did take a break for a while. I, um, last summer I got married, went on a honeymoon and was just, who are you? But I was, I don't know. I was just crazy busy and I just had to to call it quits for a couple of months before I could get back onto it. But Um, you're coming, you're getting towards the end-ish, right? I am getting towards the end. I anticipate being done with this, like, initial run-through um, spring of next year. What, spring is that, what, what does that mean with this initial run-through? Initial run-through run means, um, I think we talked about this at, in San Diego just a little bit, which is I said, in some ways I'm thinking of this as a as a draft. And, which, I know, you're shaking your head, you're very angry, but let me, let me explain myself a little, because it's not as bad as you think. I, I am definitely not planning on starting back over and and writing a second draft after this. But what I do want to do is... Right now, it's very built around this narrative of, or this format of being serialized in a month-to-month fashion. And that, I guess we haven't explained this part yet. Is oh, that, yeah. Um, my comic takes place over 10 years, but what I wanted to do was post one kind of scene or moment from each of these paths, um, one for each month over the 12 years, I'm sorry, each month over the 10 years. So 12 per year. So 12 per year, 120 comics on each side total. Um, and what that does is, in, uh, some people might say that was not a great uh, stylistic choice, I think. But what I, what I wanted to do, one of my goals was, 
other people telling a story over 10 years would really zoom in on certain moments and stretch those out for a long time and skip over other moments. But it was a conscious decision for me to really have time be consistent throughout the comic because it's not really... The comic isn't supposed to be about as much of single ups and downs for either side as much as it's supposed to be about the kind of tension in between over time as you see these two people grow into different versions. Um, so... With that being said, I do think though I've st- that the way I've been updating it, I've been posting one month um, every time I post, and I think that that when I read through it as a finished product is a bit limiting. Um, I feel like it maybe isn't as organic and cohesive a read as it could or should be. So I kind of want to go in and start making some tweaks just to make it flow as a more single finished product instead of reading like a webcomic that was published one page at a time or one comic at a time. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I would say that I think that's arguably its biggest strength. In its current state, and maybe when you go in and if you do end up changing mm-hmm. things, maybe maybe it'll be better than maybe I'm just short-sighted and can only see what's in front of me. You know, okay. People don't know what they want until <clears throat> they see it. Um, but I would say that right now, the biggest strength that the book has is that each one of those moments for that month is mm-hmm. so pared down, even when it's just like, and you hit the button a couple times where it's your character and the, the best, what's the best friend's character name in this, the timeline where you don't go to college? Don't go to college is um, Eric? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, okay. Where in the beginning, like, you guys just go out to dinner, like, multiple times. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was kind of the point. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, it's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. And if you were to let's say, make things more organic, smooth out some of those transitions, make some some of the moments a little bit more, quote-unquote, dramatic or meatier. I don't know necessarily what you have in mind. But mm-hmm. I think you would lose some of that stark contrast. I, when reading it week to week, I think it loses some of that. Reading it in one sitting, mm-hmm. you really feel that, like, like I... <laughs> When I was reading it today, I got really, like, upset because it, it made me feel like I was still in Arizona. Like, I had never escaped. Okay. And I was like, fuck, I know that life of just sitting mm-hmm. in In-N-Out Burger at, like, fucking 10 p.m. on a Friday and being like, what is there yeah. to do? Mm-hmm. Like, fuck all of this. Like, I've been there, literally. And because I love In-N-Out and I just don't go anywhere <laughs> else. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But also, Internet, if you want to pay me, that'd be cool. Um I would take that as well. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll take it. Fuck it. I'll take free hamburgers. That's right? Yeah. Double, Even if you guys great. are religious, I don't give a shit. I'll renounce, I'll renounce <laughs> my devout atheism. That's the one thing atheism. I'll allow. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll allow that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the, the, the repetition of simultaneous beats and mm-hmm. plays really well because it's this rhythmic thing. And then I found myself as a reader playing into that choose your own adventure thing, alternating which side I read first. And sometimes you have, like, center narratives, too, which are really, really cool. Yes. Which I don't know how that would work in print, because that would get eaten by the... Yeah, this is... But in in the context of a webcomic, like, those center narratives, I would almost like to see you do more with, because it's so... I don't even know. It's so not the common American language in terms of comics, right? Yes. You know, it's not... Mm -hmm. Uh, fucking top left, bottom right, four panels on a page, mm-hmm. people talking, then a guy punches somebody, cliffhanger, come back next week. <laughs> like, that's fine. I've written books like that. There's those, you have to do that sometimes right, to get yeah. from point A to point B for the overall mm-hmm. plot. But in your book specifically, the tension between 
the, the the existential tension is just so goddamn palpable. I'm well. I'm I'm really excited to hear you say that because that was one of the that's something that's very important to me in this book. And as you you brought up, the transition to print might be problematic, and that's one of the reasons I'm also thinking about how to tweak so that maybe I could do and, maybe or maybe print it like 300 the Frank Miller hardcover where like along the, um, the wide yeah. books yes. Something like that. But then I have a problem that some are much longer than others. So oh, it doesn't. So I've, anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah. Um, but it's very important to me that both sides are visible mm-hmm. at one time. Very mm-hmm. important. Um, that was just, I feel like a lot of comic creators know this general rule that if you're going to have um, some sort of a surprise or reveal, you always want to do it on a page flip, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to do it in the bottom right corner. Um, because you know that when you open that page, you can, you're, see, you're, it, you yeah. can see it down yeah. there. And that's mm-hmm. why, and I'm kind of working in the opposite direction here, is that I want you to see both, because even if you can only literally read one side at a time, you can get some gist that these things are happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe you have some idea that this this panel over here looks like um, Danny in L.A. is out in the city, and it looks bustling, and it looks busy. But Danny at home is kind of I'm seeing out of the corner of my eye. He's just sitting in a fast food restaurant. Like I, I like this tension that you can see, um, and and yeah, that was just very important to me to get. Uh, so I think the, the next two things that I'd like to bring up are one, your figures, and two, mm-hmm. your establishing shots. So one, figures. I think it's really fucking funny that they're all like giant little kid heads. <laughs> Like, I think it's fucking well, hilarious. Well, this is, this, I mean, this is something that I would maybe do a little differently if I, like, could restart my, start the book. Yeah. Um, I got some Or somebody, that, somebody gets in a car accident and all of a sudden everybody is, like, more, like, normal proportions. <laughs> <laughs> the world changed! <laughs> no, but I actually, I actually really like it. I mean, I've gotten some feedback that sometimes it's, it's hard to tell characters apart or it's hard to tell age differences or stuff like that because the faces are so just kind of round and <laughs> and similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's kind of like South Park way. Mm-hmm. But now I guess South Park just, they have highly detailed faces. And they're not just all round heads anymore like they were in the beginning. Mm. They I were, wouldn't know. I don't really watch I don't really anymore. watch either. But, yeah, um, season 59 or whatever the <laughs> fuck they're in. Uh, so the question I have then, specifically yeah. about figures, is was that a choice choice or was it a stylistic thing? Because that's kind of the way you naturally are. Because I don't even know what you, like, draw, like, outside of this comic. I barely draw anymore. It, um, I'm beginning Like, even, to like, do... I used to have, like, drawing parties at my house. And you would come with your laptop. With a computer. And, and work on the fucking Work strip. on the comic yeah. on the computer. Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like I'm wasting time. And I'm not working on I hear my that. comic. Yeah. I hear that. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah. My, well, my style... Okay. So, if we rewind a little bit... Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't really like okay I'm really going to rewind. That's um, fine. You're growing two. up. <laughs> kind of, yes. Okay. Um no, like when I was Do you want me to set it up better? Really Do you want me to young. be like, "Danny, who are your artistic influences? How did you start making things?" Cuz that's how I usually start. <laughs> but, okay, we'll, we'll do this then. Yeah. All right. So, good. Danny, uh yeah, I really like your comic. I think it's really cool. Um what got you into comics? How did you start making stuff? Great question, Dave. Let me <laughs> <laughs> Um so I really didn't get into comics for for quite a while, reading comics at least. Um, like a lot of kids my age, I was into things like uh, Ghostbusters and Batman and 
and Ninja Turtles, and I drew all the time when I was young, and I would draw my version of fan art, I guess, when mm -hmm. I was five years old. Before um, that was really like a term. Before that was a term, yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't read comics at all. Um, even though a couple of these characters that I liked were had their roots in comics, it wasn't really my thing. Um, I like I was aware of them. My dad kind of collected comics when he was a kid, so he had some laying around, and I would kind of look at them every now and then. But it dad, really what's classics thing. illustrated? <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, I love your I love your little kid Danny voice. <laughs> I want you to. <laughs> Mr. Valdez. If we do like an audiobook version of my yeah, comic, yeah. can you get my in the okay? Yeah, great. yeah, excellent. But only in the first strip, though, because um, you, you like the first drawing of Danny is like he looks like he's like twelve, <laughs> and then the next one looks like oh he's like an adult but with just a giant kid head. Okay, all right. <laughs> I guess I have to work on that too when I tweak. <laughs> no, motherfucker, don't tweak. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Um, so anyway, I kept drawing all the way through college, basically. And, and what, my, what got you excited about drawing then? Um, I would draw things. I was really, I was, I played a lot of video games. I was into games like, uh, I don't know, Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. And I would draw these. That is not what I thought you were going to say. Okay, I, well, I assumed like Sonic, maybe Turtles. No, well, I was really into like uh, Mario and stuff as well. Okay, but as I grew sense. into like older teenage years, I was more into, I, I kind of really... For some reason, like, there's a lot of, like, really shitty mythology attached to Mortal Kombat. I kind of yes. like that about I it. I love that um, stuff, too. Yeah, so. Yeah. I'm still upset that Goro's dead. <laughs> that who? Goro. Oh, yes. It's very sad, isn't it? It's so sad. <laughs> I'm also um, upset that they've, uh, that, never mind. We just don't have to talk about okay. this anymore. <laughs> so okay. Sub-Zero, why? Sub-Zero. <laughs> Which one? There was, like, two Sub-Zero? But Sub-Zero, and then there's his brother. His brother, okay. We took up right. the mantle. We should not talk about this anymore. Yeah. All right. Um, his brother's the one with the scar, right? I'm I pretty think sure, so. I'm pretty sure his brother's own first. Scar. He first showed up in three, I think. Yes. Yeah. That sounds right. And we should really stop talking. About okay. Anyway, so I would draw that. Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> I would draw Mortal Kombat crap all the time and other video game characters as and well. And when you drew um, them, was that style or the? Was, well, that's what I was gonna say next. Yeah. Is um, it was very. It, it felt like I was drawing them in a what I consider just a typical comic book style. Okay. Which um, and then. There was a little bit of a turning point in this where I saw on a cover of PlayStation Magazine, uh, Joe Mad did, <laughs> Sick. Uh, did, two, did two covers of a Sub-Zero and a Scorpion for Mortal Kombat 4, I think, when it came out. Yeah. And I was like, this shit is awesome. <laughs> I loved it. And, and then uh, you went out and bought Battle Chasers and we're and like, oh, yes, Monica, yes. Monica. That's exactly what happened. So that's... Um, but I still wasn't really into it, but like, I, I really liked his I art loved style. I loved it. Um, before I had my feminist awakening, before, I was like, yeah, boobs, a, yeah. boobs, giant, giant boobs. Yeah, hey man, was I was a, I was an 11 year old boy at one point. I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, that's what they're like. Cool. <laughs> oh, I thought boobs were hard guy. until I, I was like 14 and I was like, oh, I guess they're not hard. <laughs> Weird. I just assumed they were like muscle. I don't know. That's... I don't know how to respond to that. I don't know, like, where I'm supposed to go with the... <laughs> this is where you either throw me under the bus and go, you fucking misogynist freak. You're, you're a horrible human being. Okay, cool. All right. All right, yeah. Continue. I'm so, um, I keep interrupting you. So no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, I started buying Battle Chasers. Wasn't crazy into it, but I love that style of art. So I feel like I totally was drawing rip-off Joe Mad um, characters. That is so funny. That is not what you do at all. No, not at all. Yeah. So, um, enter college... Um, 
My favorite Metallica record. (laughs) I began, I was an art major at UC Riverside. Okay. um, And I was drawing some stuff. I started, I was doing a lot of digital stuff there. And I started working with Photoshop. And then Joe Mad was also very tied to this. There was a colorist he always used. It was like on the. It was like liquid. I was gonna. I, gonna, I was just gonna say liquid. Yeah, liquid. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was. And when I learned that that was Photoshop, and then I'm learning Photoshop, like all these things tied together. So I had to start doing that. And I started using some of that style and stuff I was using doing for school. Mm-hmm. And um, I was. But I never really created stories. I was just doing pinup illustrations. Pinup illustrations. Um, I started trying to do a story for a project in school, and it was, it was a, what was it? it was, that was ridiculous. No, you it have was, to. I must know this. It was a. Um, it was based on Mortal Kombat. It oh was, fuck yes, it was. It was, it was, it was a fan comic, or it was like your version of Mortal Kombat. It was like my version. It was. It was like diving into the mythology. So it wasn't about the fighting. It was like a backstory oh, on a character. So this. It, I never finished like three pages of it. It just. Do you have the two pages that you started? Um. I do, yeah, I have them somewhere, and then I colored them digitally, so I have digital files of. Them I need as well. to see those. <laughs> like the three pages were all set up. Like, there's no actual characters you would recognize. I love there's it. Nothing going. I love on. it. I just okay. want it to be like, like uh, the weird like lava pools and like weird. None, craggy of, none of that's happening. None, none of, that, of it. It's, it's. It's. I'll show it to you. You'll be very disappointed. Very, very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, one of my teachers took a look at this and he's like, oh, "Okay, great." Um, have you thought about writing things like maybe from your real life, for example? And that like like literally hadn't occurred to me that that can mix with comics in a way. Um, and I know this sounds ridiculous and naive, but I just I didn't put those together. And he's the first person that mentioned Chris Ware to me, and I didn't really fall in love with it at first. It wasn't for actually like years later that I started getting into this idea of I really enjoy kind of the vulnerability and the kind of things you can say talking about real life mm-hmm. stuff in comics. And my style has has really transformed transformed since then from Joe Mad manga slash whatever the hell it is his style yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. Um and you know some of my even real life comics had a lot of influence in that at first and then it's now like pared down to this very cartoonish simplistic minimalistic um this it looks a lot like chris ware's stuff but maybe a little bit more cartoonish or yeah i I don't i I, you can see the dna of chris ware in terms of your panel layouts but i don't think your figures look like him at all well it's very he actually has a more realistic style actually i think mine um and mine's all digital and mine now it's all digital and it has a very it's not even it's not even hand drawn first and then colored. It's everything's done through like vector shapes and Photoshop, which yeah. was actually initially um, done because it was just easier for me to work that way. I'm a I'm a web designer nine to five now. I'm I'm just at my computer all the time, and in order to pump out work at the rate I wanted to, that's I kind of told myself I would start to have I would have to start working that way. Hmm. Um. Let's talk about your establishing shots. Okay. How much photo reference do you... Well, first, let me say that I fucking love them. <laughs> They're my favorite part. Like, legitimately. Okay. I mean, aside from, like, the existential <laughs> existential angst and ennui, mm-hmm. I love 
the establishing shots of buildings. Anytime you do a crowd scene, anytime there's like just a dumb, cute car parked next to a building, <laughs> like I fucking love that shit. Well, this was, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but this was another very, very important aspect for me is because I wanted um, to show not just the cultural differences in these two environments, but also the physical differences. And um, it'd be very easy to do something very simplistic because San Jacinto is kind of a desert climate. I could show a, you know, an empty desert scene um, and a tumbleweed, you know, <laughs> blowing by every time. But that's that's not really very realistic, and it's yeah. it's, exa- it's exaggerated. It's- well, because the humor in in your book is very downplayed. I mean, there are funny parts, but it's very kind of like, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, I think that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you got the. Uh-huh. Before the, uh, like, that's success. Like, I'm really happy. Um, yeah, I, specifically, there was one I was thinking, maybe it's, like, a hospital or something. I don't fucking remember what it is. Um, it's in, like, year two or three, and it's, like, one of the earlier strips. And it's just a small panel, like, about this big. Mm -hmm. It's a night shot of, like, either a hospital or an apartment building or something, and there's, like, Floors. Oh, like multiple that. floors? Yes. Yeah. And you can just see, like, lights are on or oh off, and you can God. see figures inside. Oh, my yeah. God. I looked at that for, like, a good fucking, like, two minutes. This, this tiny, tiny this establishing tiny shot? fucking yeah. t- establishing shot. And I was like, fuck you, what? man. <laughs> just fuck you. You're making me look bad. Like, God damn it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And and to answer your question, everything's photo reference. It is. I'm, try- I'm trying so hard to... to I think I need photo references to get the feel of mm. different environments, and that's what's mm. really important to me. Do you, is that, do you trace them? Um, like very tra- trace them. Very rarely. Okay. Um, I think I have traced a couple things, but I'm usually looking at a photo referencing reference and drawing it from a diff- slightly different angle. Or mm. sometimes I kind of cobble things together that aren't l- literally accurate. If mm. I if I kind of need to for the shot, right. but it's it's I try it as much as I can to keep things grounded in reality. Um, and it's important to me that the UCLA guy, for example, when he's in the, the apartments around campus, that even one establishing shot can feel like a campus apartment complex. Um, and it doesn't necessarily feel the same way that a, an apartment complex feels in his suburban hometown. Mm -hmm. I think those have different feelings to them. And I'm, hoping that they come across in, in establishing shots. The, the, uh, the, the establishing shot stuff, I think, does a lot of legwork for you because it gives <laughs> me, the reader, uh, an... I mean, obviously, it's supposed to give me a jumping-off point. of Like, this is where we are. Yes. But I think you do a very good job of establishing texture. Not just tone, but, like, literal visual texture by by where you start off. Like, okay. sometimes it's like... You know, this is an area with a bunch of trees, and I, the reader, I'm like, oh, it's trees. It's going to be a happy strip because they're outside doing stuff. And maybe it's this isn't one of the actual strips, but you know, Danny UCLA Danny goes up to a girl, and you're like, oh, he's gonna, he's in the this is the positive timeline. He's gonna talk to her, <laughs> and he's like, hey, I think we had like a class at one point, and she's like, uh, all right, and wanders off. 
You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you do oh, a good job. Yes. And that, okay. that that is me kind of, like, butchering a couple different strips that you did. You kind of mixed a couple, a couple things, things there, together. But, but you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yes. Like, like there's the, the one I'm specifically thinking of is at the, at the party. There's yeah. a party where he literally says, like, We were in a class together, and this is great, and <laughs> yeah. you were so pretty, okay. And then she, and I, like... And I guess part of the goal of that was the first couple shots, you see him, he's... He's made friends. There's um, there's a lot of people around. People are drinking. People are having fun. I think it sets the tone of this is positive, mm-hmm. and not as much. Doesn't end that way as yeah. much. Just not horribly negative. It's no, just, no. It's just not pretty. But they all. have that. They both both timelines have that struggle, which I think there's also one in the in the the darkest timeline. <laughs> but who's to say it is the darkest well, that's, timeline? I'll I'll get back to that in a minute. But um, finish finish what you're saying. In yeah. the, the darkest timeline, where. <laughs> uh, Danny Zaro. I'm choosing to say it's Jan- Danny Zaro. That's okay, Abed. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> there's one where Danny Zaro it, finds this girl on Facebook and like starts to type a message to her, and then just stops and closes it. And like, I expected, and that's kind of the end of it. He closes it. I think and it was actually sings. MySpace. Oh, it, MySpace. It was, a, it was MySpace. Yeah, my bad. This takes place in, in, in 2001 or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something. you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but. I like in my head. It's like, oh, that guy like went to his room and masturbated and fell asleep. <laughs> like, okay, I know that guy. I've been that guy before. Everybody's right. had days like yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, what were you gonna say about? I was this? gonna say bringing up the the darkest timeline. Um, it's actually very important to me. Um, it, it isn't finished yet. I'm not gonna give away the quote unquote ending. Do, oh, do um, you have an ending? I have it. I have it all mapped. I've basically had it all mapped out the entire time. Um, mm. Not in great detail. I've been putting detail in as I move forward. But um, at this point, I do have every single month mapped out for the next. I have two and a half years left to do, and I have it. What, all... is, what is that? Is that twelve comp? What? I can't do math. What's what is that? Two and a half years is roughly 30, 30? 30 comics. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. Okay. Quarter. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what was I saying? Oh, that it's actually very important to me to not make sweeping kind of value judgments on one road being clearly right, right, and one road being clearly wrong. Um, although it definitely may feel that way because I think the ups and downs are not necessarily equal. Some Mm -hmm. has more up, some have more ups. One side has more downs, and I think there are very real reasons that ha- that, that happened on that side. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, the idea is that there there can be some sort of like happiness found in whichever route it is that you end up taking. And with that, even a lot of the philosophies or values or ideologies that these two different characters might hold, I'm trying to limit myself from being too judgmental in the presentation of what side is clearly right and what side is clearly wrong. Except for some, in the sometimes darkest timeline I do, where Danny Zaro rapes that woman to death. Well, other, than, was, other than when we bring up the R word. Yeah, but yeah that was, that's, that was too a rough, far for me. That was yeah. a rough comic. Yeah, yeah but the establishing that. shot was The establishing shot was great. <laughs> 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 we can get that out in post, right? The yeah, yeah, talk? To- yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, what uh, do you have plans to do? So you've got it all mapped out. Do you mm-hmm. have plans to do more, or do you want to do other projects and not edit this thing? <laughs> more, more of of these, uh, these two timelines. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. On. Yeah, I was reading it today, and I was thinking, is there a sequel to this, or do you I just go know. and do other I things? Mean, I mean, I'm very interested in how these two 
different human beings with, as I just said, different political leanings, different ideas on religion, um, how they progress through the world. I think of something, for example, it's for like looking at my Facebook feed right now. Um, every time um, an African American man gets shot by the police, my Facebook feed, you can see everybody that I knew from high school by what they're posting and everybody that I met in the last 10 or 15 years. Just mm. the opinions are starkly different. And um, this, see, I, I want to continue talking about this. So, yeah. I'm just, can, Say, finish what okay, you're saying because yes, I want to yeah. continue on that. Um, so I feel like taking these two versions of myself and how environment may have shaped me in different ways, um, I'm interested with with ideas like Black Lives Matter and how how would that like how would these two characters interact with that? Um, mm. So yeah, I mean, in some ways, I think about things like that and taking it more because that my the story that I'm telling stops in 2010. Um, so. Yeah, there's material to to because you're still alive. So theoretically, alive. you could still and, do and, it. And again, this isn't like it's not. There's two versions. They both can't be true, and sometimes yeah. neither side is true. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not necessarily autobiographical, but it's mm. it's inspired by a lot of things. That's from another real thing. Life. I when I was reading it, I wondered: Did you ever contemplate not making it, Danny? Um. Yes, or making no. it not Danny. I like, think maybe. But if his name was George, <laughs> and then you could really. Yes, then I can really play with it. I don't know. For some reason, I'm kind of excited about the idea of, of, of autobi, autobi, autobiographies and like their. I'm not sure how to word this exactly, but this like questioning the narrator on like what actually is and isn't true about unre- an autobiography, like the unre- um, unreliable narrator. Trope? Yes, like, yeah, like an unreliable narrator. Um, those that kind of interests me, and in some way, I really never thought that some people would take it as as literally as a lot of people do. They think in some way both sides must have been from my real life when i think how is what do you that's wait how, what does that mean like people literally are like you both didn't go to no, college I, I and think, went to college i think they don't maybe they're they remove the the overarching like timeline of it but they think like this scene that i'm portraying must have happened in one way or another mm, in my real life every mm. time and i kind of thought by showing two different routes that would negate that automatically. Like, people would understand this is some sort of fiction, um, and people don't always understand that. And that's fine. I think it's kind of interesting. Hmm. Um, Let's go back to talking about the Black Lives Matter thing for a second. Yeah. So I'm from a really super conservative place, too. Mm -hmm. Although, albeit, I'm from the most liberal place in... In a super conservative conservative place. Yeah. Tucson's the only liberal place in in Arizona. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's still fucking conservative as shit. <laughs> like, you know, the amount of times that I've been called faggot and had stuff hurled at my head, I couldn't even tell you. Really? Oh, yeah. Jesus. It was terrible. Okay. Um, but that's fine. It's like, whatever. It's not my I problem. Mean, it's theirs. Not, that's really not fine. But, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, whatever. It's, you're over it. You're, yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Go um, but, so, but I, and maybe this is just because I'm very outspoken about a lot of things. So mm-hmm. maybe my, and maybe I'm not as diplomatic about things. So maybe that's why my I don't really connect with the digital representation of say things like all lives matter or you know pro police people or people right. who actually support Donald Trump. Like I know that they exist. Yeah. 
I'm slightly perplexed by it, but I understand why it exists because there's a deep-seated racism and uh, mm-hmm. massive problems within our country right now, all usually stemming from wealth and education. Yeah. So because of those things, I don't necessarily have the dispar- like the representation of disparity that you were talking about where it's like high school friends, friends now. Right. Um, which is something that is very interesting to me. Do you th- Do you find it difficult to relate to one of those sides more than the other absolutely i I find it much more difficult to relate to to the high school side and this is not to throw every single person that i went to high school with under the bus or something like that um it's just um yeah in some way like my wife for example um is she was in an english department she got her phd in literature and um those kind of departments are always known for being are often very, very liberal. She's, like, incredibly liberal. And I look at the her Facebook feed, and it, to some extent, it's like Donald Trump doesn't really exist except for some, like, mythical person. Like, who, like who would actually be for this? Um, but in some ways, I think it gives me a lot more... Sympathy might be the wrong word. But I think I, I can understand where people come from a little bit more when you see it presented not just as, as, as a villain, as the opposing, as the bad side, but you see people who are um, legitimately invested in some of these viewpoints. Um, mm-hmm. And while I oftentimes disagree with them, it at least it humanizes it a little bit, I mm. guess. And and that's that's one thing that I'm trying to get across in the comic as well, is mm-hmm. humanizing different viewpoints, I think. Because my experience with that is just utterly soul-crushing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really see, specifically about, like, the police state that we fucking live in right now, is that everybody is so tired and so abused, literally, mm-hmm. that now at this point, like... It, there used to be, like, a weird righteous indignation where it would be like, we must rise up, and, like... And now everyone's just like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, if there had, if there was, like, a temperature of the Facebook feed, it's just, like, exhausted. <laughs> it, it does. It, yes, I would, I would agree with that, yeah. Which, <clears throat> I don't think that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just, unfortunately... It's, just, it's, the, it's the thing. It's yeah. what it is, yeah. But, to, but there's part of me that would be interested in seeing more of... Like, the only conservative person that is vocal that I follow on Facebook is Ethan Van Skyver, the fucking Green Lantern artist. He's stupid conservative. (laughs) And I just don't relate to anything he posts. Mm -hmm. But I like his Green Lantern drawings, so I keep following him. But it's so, like, he's the only person, like, I don't really talk to anybody from my hometown aside from my family. And they're all pretty liberal, except for my dad, Mm -hmm. who's crazy. (laughs) <laughs> hey <laughs> uh last time we were in or last time i was in arizona <laughs> last time i was in arizona we were driving to go have dinner with my grandmother and it was my mom driving my dad and my sister and i in the back and my dad turns to me and goes hey big that's like my family nickname which is okay. hilarious because i'm you're, you're not, I'm, not I'm, not, I'm not a large person yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, he goes hey big you have any uh muslim friends and i was like yeah why and he goes huh Keep your eye on them. Oh, I was like, Jesus. what? God. What? What? Ugh. 
Do you know how fucking bigoted that shit is? Like, you are such a fucking bigot. And then but, he was, he, but he doesn't, is the thing, no, right? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. And yeah. then he was like, well, they believe in a, uh, a religion that condones violence. And I'm like, you're a Christian. You're a Christian. The Crusades. The Crusades. And he was like, no, no, it's different. centuries ago. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's different. What? I don't. Thou shalt not lie with a man as thou would with a woman? No, it's in Leviticus. doesn't matter. The entire Old Testament. And he was like, well, that doesn't really matter. That's not. The whole Old Testament doesn't matter. Uh, it's not really, you know, it's not that important. Like, it was so, like, and so we started getting into an argument about it because I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, no, that is not an acceptable thing to say. Like, that's mm. not cool. And then my mom was like, Jeez, we're just going to have dinner. We're just going to have dinner. We're just going to have dinner. I feel like I, I went through a very, um, like, militant atheist phase um, I feel like I did ago. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we all have. After a while, I think you just learn nobody's mind ever gets changed from a screaming match or from an <laughs> argument. Like those, are, I feel like for myself because I grew up um, loosely Christian, um, and I it's deciding that I was going to step away from that over time took a lot of small seeds that were planted over a very long period of time. And if somebody was screaming at me that. Jesus doesn't exist or whatever like that that wouldn't have really mattered then um just to give you uh, some insights into my dad so one his hobby my dad is a lovely human sacrificed a lot for me I'm indebted to him namely that he also like had sex with my mom so I could be born that was pretty cool dad that was thanks bro that was a good thing you did there thanks bro I appreciate <laughs> it um but his idea, like, the, he's a very, he's an astro, uh, what the fuck is it called? He's an engineer. He works on guidance systems for planes. Uh, okay, so he's smarter than you. Oh, so yeah. He knows, so oh, he yeah. knows more than you then. Uh, he knows more yeah. than me about shit that probably matters. <laughs> okay, As right. opposed to, like, Bob Kane creative timeline <laughs> stuff. This no, no, makes, that's what Jerry Robinson was doing it, man. This also makes his opinion on Islam more valid than yours. Oh, yeah, he's absolutely. more of a... Absolutely. He contributes more to, like... Taxes and stuff. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we, his, so he's, but he's a very specific kind of regimented, technical individual. He loves nuts and bolts, and uh, I was making hand gestures of like putting things together. They were and great. It was thanks. great miming. Thanks, buddy. It. Okay. Um, but his idea of fun is that he comes home from work, or maybe it's not his idea of fun. This is what he does to relax. He comes home from work, and he's translating the Bible. Into English. Like, word... From, like, Hebrew? From what? Fucked if I know. I just know he's translating it. Like, word by word. He'll sit there with Fox News on and translate the Bible word by word. And he'll, like, he'll copy a word, put it into Google Translate, look at the various meanings, decide which ones he thinks is probably the most accurate, and then put it in a sentence. And he's got a fucking massive-ass Word document that he's been working on for the past, like, two or three years. Well, he skipped the Old Testament, right? (laughs) It doesn't matter. It doesn't doesn't matter, matter, right? Yeah, Yeah, that doesn't matter. But I think that there's... There's a part of that in me, though. Like, when you look at those tiny panels... Yeah, there's, a, there's this there's... monkish personality that you guys have going on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's part of me that also kind of enjoys the idea of translating things into your version of correct. Like, th- your definition of God is a self-defined definition yeah. down to a literal level. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm an atheist and don't believe any of that stuff. But I like that he does that. I just wish that he also wasn't kind of bigoted about it, but whatever. yeah. Like I said, um, I, my my militant atheist phase is a little is is over. 
I'm a little more live and let live now, but I, that's, you know, organized religion and Christianity especially has like historically had a lot of problems with that philosophy, live yeah. and let live. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless it's Catholicism and then it's fucking let fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Looking at you, Ninos. I just watched Spotlight, Spotlight last night, so got that pedophilia was on the brain. Was that an exact quote from Spotlight? Yeah, I think from that's how the movie ends. Spotlight yeah. Right there? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. uh, Michael Keaton looks in the camera at the end of the movie and he goes, fucking let fuck. I, oh, I forgot about that scene. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he put on a Batman cowl. That yeah. was excellent. And then yeah. he ran around Times Square in his underwear. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he was cloned? What? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing household chores? Source, yeah. Is that what he's doing? Yeah. I'm trying to think of Beetlejuice, any... Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Got it. Got it. Time. Got it. That's all I've got. Um, yeah, let's talk about uh, let's talk about other things involving your comic and or creative habits. Okay. Uh, usually I ask people about like tabling and convention stuff, but you're pretty just like, I, I, I make know. this I fucking make thing. I just the comic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a horrible salesperson. You seem I, perfectly fine to me. Well... I guess maybe I just I I can't see myself. Well, I would like to see myself, but I don't. Can't because you have eyes inside your head and you don't have a mirror. Yeah, yes, that's one yeah. reason. That was my dad, old dad joke. Good joke. Fuck. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, no, I can't. Um, I, I I I would like to at someday have a finished, printed version of this work. Um, we won't call it a graphic novel. We'll Thank call you. it a very long comic book. Yeah, or just um, a comic book. Yeah, no, or just a comic book. Yeah. And um, I would like to have it in hand and go around trying to sell it and strike up conversations and do dances for people like we do, <laughs> but um, it's just not on the agenda quite yet. Uh, is it eventually when you have when I don't know. Well, you know, part of the problem is getting this thing into print even to begin with. There's, that's a giant hurdle to, to work out in and of itself, so we'll see. I want it. I know you want it. I want it. <laughs> I want it. I want you to come to conventions with us. I'll. Uh, I want. I, I really want to. I, I want to find a way to get it into print. And I do feel like part of my reorganization that you're very against um, <laughs> includes making changes that might make it easier to mm, mm. Go, to work into print. Mm. Um, do you do you have specific goals then in terms of a career in the arts? <laughs> Do you see yourself as an illustrator? Or I, are you uh, happy? I don't see myself as an illustrator. I'm I, I'm a web designer, and I think as you brought up, you said something about my design sense, and mm-hmm. I think my comic is very influenced by kind of graphic design mm-hmm. and and web design um, aesthetics, and I'm pretty happy doing that as a nine to five. If I could turn comic making into a full time job that paid bills then i would of course prefer to do that but i i enjoy work as a designer and mm. i'm happy doing this on the side and devoting every ounce of free time and never doing anything fun with my wife because i'm working on my comic and and after you know eight or nine hours in front of the computer working for work i really enjoy another five, five hours, hours working of, on the yeah. yeah just non-stop yeah and my eyes will be, you know, shot by the time I'm 40. So oh, that's fine. That's, you, don't, you don't need those. You don't though. need eyes for anything. No, that's no. fine. Um, do you read a lot of comics right now? Like, are you reading a bunch I don't of... read a ton. Um, I read some. I There's nothing that I read. Um, there's no, as I've heard you say, tights and fights. Mm-hmm. Not really into any of that anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Um, not that I really ever was, but when the like except for that Mortal Kombat yeah. joke. <laughs> I was. I did go through a little Batman phase after I kind of started getting into comics in college, and uh, and like the Nolan movies were coming out. I started reading some. <laughs> they hold it. They hold a special place in my heart. They, they do to a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm very. It makes me unique. Yeah. <laughs> they like Christopher yeah. Nolan Batman movies. It's very. Did you see that that Heath Ledger? He's really good as the Joker. Did you yeah, hear about yeah, that? yeah. Uh, Heath Ledger. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Heath Ledger. French. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um anyway, yeah, so not reading, but people still think because I went through this phase that I really really love Batman and they hand me like any Batman comic that they get their hands on like you got to read this new 52 bullshit something and I'm like I don't really care about that. I had a very specific Batman that I liked which was grounded in realism and if there was any supernatural anything I just I threw it away. I was like, mm. oh Superman's in this, they'll throw it in the trash. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of stuff are you so, reading? So but days? I do read um um Does that mean you read Action Hospital and we're like fuck Fuck this Fuck give me some amount of human Jesus. emotion <laughs> Stop punching. <laughs> no, I love Action Hospital because there's so much of you well to be honest, I really love the stuff that you do with it because oh, um, um, there's a lot of playing with form in mm-hmm. it. Um, and in fact, brand new stuff I saw you working. Were you doing some sort of like side scroller? Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that. That looks yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm doing a side scroller double page in 19. And actually, yes, last night and tonight, I'm doing. Um, uh, so it's a kind of like how Suicide Forest is, where it's one environment where people move yes, around. Yeah, I'm doing that, but it's going to be like. 18 pages laid out like in an L and so they'll the characters will like bust through oh, a wall they're like walking through. and they're like they'll it's like an elevator shaft and they'll fight down the elevator shaft and then fight like crash into the ground sit there for a moment and then fight along the ground and bust through walls going like this so the the page will be here and you'll go like that kind of wow, like an animation okay. technique which makes That's no awesome. sense to the people listening no, um, yeah, all the miming that you just did yeah. is completely lost on yeah. them. You'll put up like a diagram yeah, for yeah, them exactly. to download, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, um, was that partially inspired? I don't. I have not seen like a Marvel movie or TV show since Iron Man two, like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. But I did see. Didn't uh, a Daredevil scene get some? Get some internet play where they did like a side-scrolling fight scene in a in a hallway. Oh yeah, it's a single take. Yeah, in the first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is mm-hmm. this similar? Was this inspired at all? No, no? it's okay. more. I was watching a documentary on uh, Disney Studios in the in the, like the fifties, and they showed at that right now. I think the longest single pan in animation history is the Max from MTV. But at that point, I think it was either Snow White or. The Black Cauldron. One of them has like a two-minute um, single-take pan, and the way so they did Snow that, White, like the first full length, yeah, like the, it topped out there, basically. Yeah, basically, okay. yeah. Well, that, at that point in time, that was also the most expensive movie that had been made. Period. Okay. Um, uh, because Disney was insane and was like, <laughs> yes. "Fuck you, Jews! Do it over again." <laughs> like that dude hated Jews. He hated them. Uh, I did not know this. Oh, yeah. He was a crazy germaphobe and an anti-Semite. Fantastic. Yeah. Go Disney. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's Love all it. kinds of stuff. Like, that's the reason why... That's one of the driving forces to why there's uh, an animation guild. 
because all the Jewish animators banded together and formed kind of like the bedrock for all the other animators to be like, oh, those guys are working for the biggest fucking company and they're like willing to lose their jobs because their jobs are awful because Disney's terrible. Wow. So we will all support them and do this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he hated hated Jews. Hated Good them. to know. Yeah. My, wa- my wife's a Jew. Yeah, this is where we have to boycott Disney. Yeah, yeah. well, at this point, I kind of feel like it's... <laughs> You think they've moved past that? I think maybe. You know, there's some, like, archives down in there. That yeah, maybe. Really, you okay. never know. All right. That's what I'm... I'm hoping DC will do that and just move past the keeping and playing rapists and, keep you know, keep abusing fucking creators. We'll see. Yeah, probably not. Well, but I'm hoping they move past it and treat their employees better. Nobody... See, that's... A, nobody likes treating their employees well. Basically anybody. Like, it's a lot cheaper to treat them poorly. Did you know that? <sighs> <laughs> yeah. The, the the sad thing with that is that I could say, well, Apple treats their people really well. They pay them shit loads of money. The ones in the U.S. The, the ones in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. The ones that aren't slaves. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Capitalism, it's fucked. It's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, how do we get out? What are we talking about? I don't about? know. Oh, we're talking about Action Hospital because I yes. cut you off and I was joking oh, around that you don't like my book. The pe- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm going to do around oh, some page, about- patron yeah. stuff with like panels that are going to disappear and reappear as you turn pages where people are moving around within a singular environment. That's awesome. Um, so that, that sounds a lot like um, the Maguire book that you and I talked about home? here. here. Oh, here, here, yes, here. Yeah. Um, which is, as I think you explained on a previous for, uh, episode, oh, maybe. I think I don't you remember. brought it up, that the entire book takes place in one one scene, but that scene is through thousands and thousands of years. So you see this one plot of land when there's dinosaurs on it when there's neanderthals on it when colonial houses are being built when it's a modern house i think it might even go into the future at some point um i don't remember but yeah it's and there's all like, that yeah like weird blips of narrative that get thrown in and you're going back and forth and sometimes the single page is broken up into multiple panels where you're seeing multiple slices of different timelines but all in the same location um mm-hmm. Things like that are the kind of books that get me excited. Even though mm-hmm. in the end I didn't actually love that book, it was a little too narratively thin for me. Yeah, um, I think that's what most people say about Suicide Forest too. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, Suicide Forest. Yeah, where they're like, I mean, I get it, but like, I could see the argument that there's it's. Does it have a feeling of like a? I don't want to say like a one trick, but yeah. but there's just there's like a a one arc. And oh yeah, kind of, that's. I it. mean that's yeah. that's. I mean uh, for and better or for worse, that's, that's what the, you were doing. That's the purpose. whole fucking point. Yeah. So when someone's mm-hmm. like, but it was just kind of like a weird full one thing. Like yeah, well yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what it was. Yeah. I mean I don't. Mm-hmm. You stood at my table and flipped through the entirety before Seeing you bought it. Drawing after drawing of the same, same bedroom. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. So, so no, I don't remember what I was saying. Exactly. Here, you were here. Did that, oh, that got you excited. That, that kind of stuff gets me excited. Um, I read usually smaller, kind of quiet, introspective types of books. Um, so I feel like when like Adrian Tomine has something come out, I'm usually interested in reading something like Didn't that. Didn't just put out a new? Book? He did. Uh, the killing kill, time and kill. Killing. There's a Denny's on the cover. Yeah, I know yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah. I went and saw him speak at Skylight. Um, oh, cool. For that, and it was. I actually didn't know how to pronounce his name until he said it at that. I've always said Adrian Tomine. To, oh, Tomine. Yeah. I used to say Tomine. Oh, Tomine. Uh, I guess. 
Interesting. That's what I've learned, yes. Tomina or Tomine? One of the two. Now I'm forgetting. It was, like, Danny, it was like six months ago, damn Danny, it. Danny, God. I know this. <laughs> like him There's or... There's so many people whose names I don't really say that I can mis- but just butcher on like, this. Like, for me, uh, Chris Bacalo or Bacello? I don't fucking okay. know. Um, can you tell me uh, Asterios Polyp is written by David... Mazzucchelli. Mazzucchelli, not Mazzucchelli? No, it, my understanding is it's Mazzucchelli. Mazzucchelli? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bill Sinkevich, Sink- not Sinkowitz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, is it Jeff Lemire? Jeff Lemire? Lemire. Jeff Lemire? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is why I always joke around with Nicole that she's going to get super fucking famous. Because Cause she has the worst name. She has the it's I impronounceable. I had no idea that was goo until you. I didn't said it either. Out loud on a podcast. I didn't fucking either. I jokingly called her goo for like a year. <laughs> she was like, "That's that's my name. You know that, right?" And I was like, "No, your name's goo. Isn't it go? Yeah, go? Ow. Isn't it go?" And she's like, "No, it's goo." I'm like, oh, oh. And you're too, like, you're not going to get famous. No, I'm Baker. N- Baker? Can, no, yeah. fuck me. There's already, Sorry. like, t- fucking 7,000 Dave Bakers just in this room. <laughs> there's so, it's the com- most common it's name really ever. really crowded in here. It's real there's crowded. There's a lot of Michael Keaton's as well. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like fucking comic book nerd. It's really not good. It's really not good. Um, so, so, you are almost done with the book. Yes. You are... Maybe you're going to remake parts of it. <laughs> Don't is, just, just spit it out and get over it. I may or may not do you it. You may or it's, may not do that. Yeah. Um, I'm still thinking about what that process would be. Right, so right. I'm um, just really focused on getting through what I'm doing right now. Um, do you have an end goal specifically for yourself? Like this is when it's going to be done or it'll? You are you working at a fairly steady pace? I, I'm working at a steady pace. I'm basically completing one comic a week okay and also posting one a week and if i more or less keep on that timeline and certain things i adjust for every now and then but it should be um i should probably finish in spring and then finish posting in summer it's crazy i'm i'm very excited about it are we, are we gonna have a party is there gonna be a we 10 can, years we party should we have some sort of rap fuck party? yeah there should be a rap party oh sweet can we have it here I mean, I'm sure that they wouldn't give a fuck. I would talk to them. <laughs> All right, sweet. Hey, guys. Uh, so, uh, I know you don't know me, but uh, webcomics? Party? Yeah. Rap party here? Rap party here? Yeah. Yeah? I think they'd be down. <laughs> Either way, it's no skin off my back. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe they'll stop letting you in this room to... Maybe, but then I can just disavow you and be like, I don't know that fucking guy. Ah, damn it. <laughs> There's no record yeah. of it. It won't be posted on the internet or anything. Ah. <laughs> this is my, I thought this was, like, this is my big, like, shot at stardom, I thought. Oh, really yeah. The, do the, it. The, yeah. The zine podcast the big- <laughs> on the Meltdown <laughs> yes. Network. Yeah, this is it, guys. I really thought so. You hit damn the big it. time, see? <laughs> um, so... I think we've gone this entire time without saying what the URL for the site is. I'm an idiot. What? What? Yeah. Is... Well, you'll, I'm sure you'll post it down below. I was actually going to get a better URL before I came on, but then forgot. And mm. um, but my website is DMV Comics. Um, DMV, my initials. Um, it's not as about in the, Department of Motor, motor vehicles. vehicles. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think I thought that was clever when I was 18 or something. <laughs> DMV Comics. 
Um, and the web comic is called 10 Years, so you can get there directly by going to 10years.dmvcomics.com. Or just Googling 10 Years Dan just Valdez. Go- yes, yeah, yeah, you can do that as well. Yeah, that's what I did earlier today. I was like, I remember the URL is something fucking super crazy. <laughs> Danny Valdez I mean, 10 years later. Is that really super crazy? Is it that? Is it nuts? No, it's, it's crazy. Shit. I wouldn't right. even know. How better... do you even spell that? There's like two dots in it? What does that even mean? I know. An H and two T's and a P. What piece. the fuck? I don't know. It's, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Technology. Um, do you, uh, you have any closing thoughts or any? I don't. Are we closing? Is it time? I guess. I don't, we usually do about an hour. Okay. I'm, I'm, I don't think I have any closing thoughts. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't know if I said all the things I prepared to say. What did you, what did you prepare? Did you, did you, did you, in your mind, did you have like, since you've actually listened to the show, did you be like, oh, and then I'm going to ask this and say that? No. I mean, one thing that I noticed is that your interviews are always very tailored to who you're talking to. So Mm. I didn't feel like you were going I was like, what's Dave's script? I need to be ready with all the questions. I'm very yeah. happy that that's not what's going on. No, but no, no. I did, I did like wander through my bookshelves and try to remind myself what kind of things I'm interested in and <laughs> yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I'm good. All right. Word. Well, Danny, uh, thanks for being on the show, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Zay, Zay, Zay. 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 Zay.